Thanks for joining us today on the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is your host and business coach, Robin Walker, helping female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself to find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. Welcome to the show. Hi, listeners. Thanks for being with us today. If you love getting more clients, you are going to love this episode. Claire Lauer is with us today to talk about SEO and getting found on Google. Claire is the founder of CL Content Marketing, LLC, which is a content marketing firm in Southeast Wisconsin that helps businesses and entrepreneurs find their voice online. Claire will be a coaching lounge sponsor for the upcoming Lakeside Conference and will be there live to answer your questions about SEO and how it relates to the offer that you're working on throughout the conference. Welcome to the podcast, Claire. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. This is a topic that a lot of our listeners have been asking for. I feel like Google is kind of like the forgotten younger sibling of the online presence. You hear a lot about Facebook and Instagram and, but you don't hear as much about Google. And it's intimidating. Mm -hmm, For sure. But it's so like, it is the thing (laughs) like Google, everybody uses Google. Yes. And I looked this up right before, so I was accurate, but there are 5.6 billion searches on Google every day. Every day. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, And I will say um, in the past two months, um, so my, I focus on content marketing. So I help uh, my clients with creating blog strategy, social media, email marketing, and SEO. Um, But in the last like two month or two, I have never gotten as many requests for SEO audits, um, discovery calls where they fill out a little form before they, we jump on the call. You know, what are you, what are you looking for? SEO. It's like very much on people's minds right now. Um, and I think part of that, um, well, we'll have to, people will be analyzing the year 2020 for decades, sure. but um, I think part of it was, you know, social media got very noisy. I mean, even yes. for me, I love social media, like personally, but I, I had to like take a step back from like Facebook, for example, I took the app off my phone. I still look at it every on my computer, but I mean, just like that, the people are kind of okay, really, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting seen on social. The algorithms are not nice on some of the social platforms. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's harder to break through the noise. But with SEO, I mean, the great thing about Google and search engines is your, your, your dream clients are searching for, prob- searching for answers and solutions to the problem that you solve. And when you're searching sure. on Google, you're looking for help. Like if I search, how do I show up at if I Google, like, how do I show up in, in Google for my small business? You're looking for the answer. You're like, help right. me with, whereas with social, you're trying to get them to stop their it's scroll. It's more of an interruption marketing. Yes. That's, that's a good way of putting it. So yes. I can't take credit for that. That's Seth Godin, but yeah, talks about that. You are, you're interrupting them to market to them versus them coming to you like with Google. And I'd a hundred percent agree on I think the last year online has just gotten so crowded and like you said, just so loud and people that weren't online were forced to go online. So even if you were already there now, even more people in your industry or in your niche are online as well. Yes. And I'm not saying 
to give up on social right, or of course it's absolutely still part of your strategy. I just think now business owners, especially are realizing like, Oh, I, I need SEO. Like I said, I've gotten the most requests really. I mean, I, get, I don't have the exact number. I should have brought that, but like, it yeah. just real, it's really like clear to me, like, Oh, wow. Like businesses are really asking for SEO. Um, and I think kind of what we talked about, it's, it's intimidating. I mean, I was at a networking event. Well, obviously not last year. <laughs> like yeah. in, it, was in, it was in person. And the reason why I bring it up, cause we're all like have our drink at the happy hour. And this mm-hmm. gentleman was like, like somehow I, oh, I said what I did, you know, I help with email marketing, blogging, SEO, blah. And he holds, he's holding his drink and he goes, I hate SEO. I was like, wow. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> um, and he, I don't remember what the, he, he had some, a situation with his right. Google, Google was like um, penalizing his site. I think because it was like loading slow something where I was like, sir, you can solve that. Right. But, right. It doesn't mean you have to throw your hands up in the air and say, but, it's a horrible thing. But he was, yeah, he was very frustrated by SEO and he felt like, well, you know, I can't show up in Google. So bah. I'm like, no, like it, we'll figure this out. Um, well, but and yeah. I think if you're DIYing it, you know, so for example, if I do uh, my podcast show notes and it's technically a blog post and I throw in some keywords, I, I don't know if that's, I mean, I know I can go into Google analytics, but it kind of feels like you're just throwing things against the wall and you don't know if what you're doing is really working or not. Yes. And that, that's a really good point. That's what I'm hearing a lot too. I, like I just, uh, a couple weeks ago, this photographer reached out to me from, and she turns out she gets a lot of traffic from social media because luxury photography, she really shows up well on Instagram and Facebook. That's where her ideal client kind of hangs out. So she was getting good traffic, but we had some, some areas of opportunity on her website. I said, you are, you are using the keywords, but we got to plug them in the right spots a little better. Then you will really start to see that traffic, the organic search traffic come up on your website. Sure. Can we um, backtrack for just a second? And can you give me your definition of SEO and how it would apply to female business owners specifically? Oh, yes. And I love how you framed that question because SEO is search engine optimization. But when thinking of, you know, female business owners, I want people to think of it as how your online presence shows up in search engines. And notice I say online presence. I don't just say website. Because it really is the whole package. Like how is your, is your social media pages, is your Facebook business page fully filled out and optimized? And what I mean by that is just filling in everything on the about page. I mean, I, I had someone reach out to me where I looked at her Facebook page and she didn't have, she, it's her home. So she didn't want to put her address, but I was like, but if you mm-hmm. put a city or a state. Sure. Google can you kind mean, of figure you out. You mean like when they keep notifying me, finish completing <laughs> and it has yes. all the little tabs at the top and there's like three left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I know I'll get I, on I, that. <laughs> I work from home too. I don't want to put my address, but I put Heartland, right. Wisconsin and at least Google's like, okay, you're in Heartland, Wisconsin. So sure. Helps kind them. of a nice <laughs> middle ground. Yes. Google's yeah. like a person, like a hovering, like teacher, like fill out your yeah. form. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I know, I know I saw it. <laughs> so it's yeah. Filling out your social media pages, um, optimizing your website, which we can talk about a little more in detail. But if you're, if you're a business owner, like if, I mean, I had someone who was in direct sales, reach out to me. She's like, well, I don't have, I can't make edits to my website. Darn. I guess I don't get good SEO. I said, well, there are opportunities for you. You can claim your Google My Business page and, you know, fill that out. You can actually post on it. 
which is really cool. It helps, helps Google pull your listing to the top because it's like, oh, this one's active. So it's like, this will help the users, um, the question they asked. Um, oh, and of course you can ask for reviews on Google. Google loves, A, they love when, they, when you use their stuff. So if you use your Google My Business page, if you use YouTube, oh, YouTube would be incredible. If you're in direct sales and you just start creating great YouTube videos, Google loves that. <laughs> so it, it don't, don't be disheartened if you don't have access to your website or um, I, I hear this a lot too. I'm not tech savvy. Like I can't do SEO on my website. It's like, well, can you upload a YouTube video? Can you sure. cl clean your page? Uh, start asking for reviews. Those all really help as well. Is there something that you see small business owners doing that's really missing the mark when it comes to SEO or content marketing? I would say not doing it or yeah. thinking like, <laughs> I know it's like, sure. obvious. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, yeah. Not doing it or, you know, don't let it intimidate you. you there are things you can do. Um, oh, and another fun thing is I, I heard somebody uh, a couple months ago on a virtual event, like, well, blogging's dead. Mm -hmm. Blogging is not going to die. Think of it as a zombie. It's never, it's undead, <laughs> but yeah. your blog has two audiences, your dream client and Google. Ah, that's so you just, great. If you just stop blogging, cause you're like, well, pff, I'm blogging stupid. I'm not doing it. Oh, you're missing the mark because even if you can, you know, write about a service you offer, like you said, like shoveling, if you, if you have a um, physical therapy or physical like therapy, that, chiropractor, sure. and it's about sh safe shoveling. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and throw it on your blog. A it's your dream client might find it. You can post it on social. It gives you good content to talk about all month long. Um, and then B Google is looking, Google's looking for it. So don't forget Google. Does Google like when you add new things or do they like the things that have been there for a really long time? Or is it a combination of both? It's a combination. So if you, you know, if you have an older website, it does like that because it's, you've established trust with Google by being there, by having updated content. And I will say it, content, fresh content is Google's favorite snack. So I say at least if you can do every 30 days some okay. new content, either a blog post, maybe a new page, which maybe, you know, like you need to go through your site and say, do I really fully explain all the things I offer? Do I have a really good, like um, about page? Could you add a block of content, meaning like 250 words, you know, on your about page, you know, explaining who you are and what you do, sprinkling in those keywords on across the top. Um, Cause you don't want to keyword stuff. If you just kind of jamming keywords on a page, well, it might be awkward to read for your reader, for your dream client, but Google does pick up on that. Um, but yeah, so every 30 days, if you could add some type of content okay. to your website. And what about, um, so if you've have, have pages that have been around a really long time and maybe they're not as relevant anymore, is it better to delete those or hide them or keep them there as far as like, how does that work? Yes, that's, that's a really... That's a really good question. And because, yeah, it's a little tricky because it would depend if it's totally unrelevant, like you don't offer that service at all, or it's a location page, and you don't live there anymore. You might yeah. want to remove it. But if it is an older page, can it be tweaked? Can it be salvaged? Let's say to okay. be kind of revamped into talking about the new service or could the page talk about, you know, how you moved or, you know, sure. You no, keep that's it a good idea. Of, right. Because like, Yes, yeah, so if you delete it, then it's like a 
if and, and let's say what if you have it leaked somewhere and then it's a dead link yes i think so, of that with pinterest of all the things i put out there into pinterest and once they get shared it's kind of hard to like you can't go back and and take it back right but yeah change but- Exactly. But can you, like I said, revamp the page? So it's a little more, it's not a little more, a lot more relevant. Yeah. Or, you know, could you say, Hey, looking for just for a bad example, like, are you looking for blogging? Blogging is so important, but now I'm focusing on SEO or something where it's sure, like pivots sure. the page yeah, without actually getting rid of that history. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. I'm just asking you my own personal question. Right. <laughs> no, our listeners probably have the same ones. So can you talk a little more about content marketing as far as, so if I'm writing a blog or I'm doing my, my Facebook posts, what do I want to have in there so that I get found by the right people on Google? Yeah. So really it's like, like I said, you got two audiences with your content, Google and your audience. So write to your audience first, but really a good a good way to like frame your content too is to have those like 10 juicy focus keywords. So what keywords do you need to show up for? What keywords describe your offer or what you do? Um, and then having that, so like I said, you're not jamming it in every single paragraph <laughs> right. or page. Um, I'm trying to think of a good recent example. Like I have a client who does you know, business consulting and um Last month, we focused on profit first, like the profit first method. She's a profit Mm -hmm. first advisor. So that was kind of like our topic slash like keyword for the month. So the blog post focused on profit first, how how the profit first method works. And then, so she had that blog content a month in advance. She was able to like create her social media posts kind of around the blog using that, that term terminology that those juicy keywords yeah. on, her, on her social media and it's on the blog. And then we sent out an email to her subscribers about the same content. So, and I'm a big fan of themes for the month um, or for content themes, because for one, I feel like it's a lot easier to plan and strategize because everything's going together. And then also if you have those somewhat in advance, when things come up and you think of them, you don't have to post them right then you can put it with, yes, you know, in your future content bank. But I do feel like then it's a lot more strategic. I know we all follow sites where, or, or accounts where it just feels like it's always something different on there. And you're never really sure what the person does because it's like a quote, that doesn't seem at all related to what you think they do, or it's a meme, or it's just something that doesn't really go with a consistent stream of content. Right. And you're not like, it's not like every single post she, she did was like profit first, profit first, but maybe an Instagram post was like, I don't know if you're familiar with profit, the profit mm-hmm. first yeah, method. Yeah. We had a speaker actually at the conference. Um, oh, okay. Good. Talk about that in the past. Yeah. But maybe one post is focusing on like, do you pay yourself consistently? How would that feel mm-hmm. if you could, can know how much you're going to get every month and you're not giving yourself scraps? And that's like kind of the, the pulse. So you don't have to like stuff the keyword in every, every single thing. But actually this brings up another story. Well, this happened a year ago. I had a gentleman reach out he said, can you do an SEO audit? I don't show up for any of my, I don't show up for what I do. I said, okay, yes, absolutely. The start of the SEO process that I do is seeing where you're at now. Um, and I basically, I'll go to your site. Here's how I start. I did control F and typed in the keyword that he specifically called out. It was not on his homepage. Oh gosh. I did that and I was like, okay, we got a little work to do, but sir, 
we're gonna here's where you're at here's the keywords you want we're gonna put them on your and he was he was he was a little surprised <laughs> but I'm like it's not on your website and homepage has does that have more weight than the other pages when it comes to Google like what's uh, what words or terms are on your homepage I'm glad you asked because I, I have I haven't asked that before and I it's hard to I would say yes because it tends to be the most visited page on your site sure the most visited and the oldest page. It, it is an, it is like usually your most established and sure. trusted page. So I, I would say yes, but I also don't want someone stressing out and their homepage being four feet long um, with right. them to fill in all this stuff. <laughs> yes. But when you think of when a lot of times, if you do a speaking event or, you know, you're on your business card, unless you are sending people to a targeted first step landing page, pretty much everyone goes to your homepage. Right. Yes. So that's a really good point too. Like if you Google my name, not to be vain, I'm so vain. If you Google my name or my business, you're right. The first thing that comes up is my homepage. So yes, it would be probably a page you really want to make sure is optimized, filled in with those keywords that we talked about, the focus keywords you have, at least 500 words. Really now I'm hearing that it is more 750 words is the ideal. Oh gosh. Which I know it can be intimidating. (laughs) So I, if you got 500 and they're really, they've got those keywords, it's well, it's Mm -hmm. well written. It's optimized for mobile. You're doing really well. And maybe the next month for your, for your 30 day content, could you add a paragraph next month? Sure. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want someone being intimidating. Yes. (laughs) I love small actionable steps for sure. That's a good idea. And if you don't have your your keywords, I would guess, I mean, I know for me, I have like my seven keywords that are the ones that really reflect what I do. I think they're what people would be searching for. It's really the content I write about. And those are like my seven. And I, you know, if you don't, if you don't have those documented, I feel like that might be a good first step to figure out what, what would be strategic keywords for you. Yes, that's a great first step. And having them written down, just like your goals. Yes, written down, not just in your head. I always tell my my groups, if it's in your head, it doesn't count because you're just going to forget. Very, very true. So yes, having, and I like that you have seven. That's a nice lucky number. <laughs> yeah, well, 10 seemed like a lot. Five doesn't seem like as many. Right, no, seven's good. I, and I, I usually say around 10. That's usually what I say. Sure. To, ha- to have for your focus mm-hmm. keywords, so- Okay. Um, That's good. So you had mentioned your SEO audit and you are generously giving away a SEO audit and analysis to one person at the Lakeside conference this month. Could you tell us a little bit about what is an SEO audit and what do you do with your clients through that? Yes. And this, I created this audit and analysis with the busy business owner in mind who just wants to know where am I and what what would be next steps? Because um, it's intim- SEO is intimidating. So this, I created this to kind of say, here's where you're at. And here I try to stick to like three to five next steps. So basically I look at their website. I um, get asked for access to Google analytics. So website, I see, I, I use a couple different tools to pull every single page on your site and see, do you have all the Google tags filled out mm. um, and optimized? And are you using those keywords? And then I use um, Google 
a couple different Google tools, some keyword research tools. Um, this doesn't happen often, but you know, I might have a, a business owner ask for a certain keyword. And I say, actually, according to Google tools, people are asking it this way. <laughs> so oh, that's great. So we spend 30 minutes. So I, I do all this research ahead of time and get, get all prepared. And then we spend 30 minutes and I say, here's where you're at. Here's some opportunities to improve your SEO. And then I hand it off or I, you know, they can take it, sure. and sit on it. Or and if it's too forward. intimidating, they can just hire you to do it. <laughs> yes. I have right. heard it all. <laughs> so yeah, don't feel I'm intimidated sure. or stressed. It's just, you know, see where you're at and what are the steps to move forward. Okay. That sounds really valuable. Thank you for offering to give one of those sessions away at the conference. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. So Claire will be hosting a coaching lounge at the conference, which is kind of like a live Zoom room. Throughout the conference, we're working on one specific offer or event or promotion that you're optimizing throughout the event. So then at the end, when we have our coaching lounges, you can hop into the different rooms with the experts and ask your questions. So in Claire's room, you could go in and say, well, here's the offer that I have. Um, here's everything around it. What are some good things I could do with my content marketing to help this offer get found on Google, which is yes. probably a step that, you know, people just put it out there. Once they have it, they don't stop and think, what could I do so that people actually can find this offer? Yes. I love that. I love that the conference is all very laser focused. I think everyone's kind of tired and overwhelmed with events where at the end, you just have so much like that you could do, but it's all kind of unrelated. And I, 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 at least I know for me, then I just end up not doing anything because it's just too much. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So that zoom room will be awesome that people can come in and ask those questions to you. Yes. Come see me. Um, yes. Other than that, where can listeners find you online? Uh, on Google. No, yeah. <laughs> um, no, for I real though. So. <laughs> um, yes, you can head to my website, clcontentmarketing.com. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. My social platform that I'm trying to really focus on in 2021 is LinkedIn. So just if you can find me, Claire Lauer. Yeah, or any of the other socials really, but those would be the two main places. Okay, great. And we'll add those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise. This is great information. I know I took some notes myself about Ooh. things that I can go, I can go change. So I appreciate it. Thank you for being with us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you like this episode, please go rate and review and then go get back to work.